With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's easy to get lost in the latest true crime podcast. Or your favorite binge-worthy show. But what about your own story? That's the most important story of all. And therapy helps you write it. BetterHelp Therapy is 100% online and designed to be convenient and flexible enough to squeeze in between the next episode on your list. Get started today at BetterHelp.com slash pause for 10% off your first month. At Bombas, we make socks, underwear, and t-shirts that feel good and do good. They feel good because they're designed with the softest materials and comfort innovations. They do good because for every item you purchase, we donate another item to someone who needs it. So far, we at Bombas have donated over 100 million items, and your purchases add to that impact. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash ACAST and use code ACAST at checkout. Jonathan Pierce. Eric Terry Alderton. Do you like shoes, madam? And friends. <laughs> JP. The mad side of genius. And T. Good to meet you, love. The football friendly. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us on JP and T, the football friendly, which is a bit of a mouthful to say on a Qatar morning when you've had nine pints of Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to drink there, pal. They've moved it all. Have they moved it all, JP? What, the whole tournament? Well, all right. Okay, let's start. I've got many questions for you. Go ahead. We're going to just get straight into this. Um, So the booze situation, all right? Booze. We heard and read, didn't we, that Budweiser had been told as the main, one of the main sponsors, that's why I mentioned them, uh, they're not sponsoring us, but um, they had to move all their little tents, apparently, inside to the ground. They put it all out and then they turn around and, no, no, you can't have this. Yeah, they've they've stopped alcohol at the grounds. Um, which to some supporters used to having drinks inside the stadium, like the German fans who have at the Bundesliga, it's very alien to them. There was there was the promise there would be alcohol available to supporters. 
They're moving things so quickly here. I mean, what Budweiser are going to do? When you sign up to a World Cup, you sign up to the conditions of FIFA and one of those you abide by the sponsors. They change that later on here. They're changing so much. It wouldn't surprise me, Terry. Give it a couple of weeks and there's an incident staged or what in a fans fest park and they'll turn around and go, well, there you are. That's what alcohol does. We'll ban alcohol there then. Mm. And it wouldn't surprise me if they change that again because so much has changed. Yesterday, the opening game, Everything's well, planned. Everyone's everyone's got a set timetable for the broadcasters. Tickety boo, tickety boo to you. Hang on, Gianni Infantino was making a speech. Yes, before the players come out. Yeah, what oh, was well, that? Well, <laughs> he, he was he was he was like he was like. Someone said to me this morning, he's like the drunk uncle at a wedding who won't go away. <laughs> you know, what he's just, he won't thing, go yeah. away. He's there all the time. He wants to be there all the time. He wants to be the centre of it all. Why did he have to say, welcome, 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 let's get the teams on the pitch? They're already in the tunnel. Get over yourself. Uh, oh, well, the other thing was, was uh, the countdown was brilliant, wasn't it? Five, four, three, and they just kicked off. And he was going, two, one. <laughs> and then, and, uh, and what... And what was the whole Margaret Freeman thing all about? What was that all about? I mean, what was that opening ceremony with the guy who was, who was obviously walking on his hands and this whole thing with the, and and then we we were read and told here that most people then left the stadium while that was going on. Well, they left. They left. A lot of them left the stadium at half time. Um, <laughs> and- I don't know, I don't, we, we're not seeing everything you see back at home. Do you know what's I've, funny? Because I left the game at halftime as well. I, I just got, went, this is just rubbish. We've got a feed of the BBC into our rooms. We're, I'm in an apartment, you can, well, you can't see it because this, <laughs> this is a podcast. But anyway, you, you, Terry can see it. It's a lovely yeah. apartment. It's, it's a strange old area, but there you are. But we've had the BBC put into our rooms. So I could see the BBC coverage and I thought they started really, really strongly. I knew they were going to do it because it's been planned for weeks and weeks and weeks. Do the whole Qatar situation. Some people have slammed us and said, "Oh, we're hypocrites to be over there." We're mm-hmm. here to report on the World Cup and the mm-hmm. situation. That's the job we have, and that's what we're doing. Doesn't mean we support a regime or whatever, but that regime needed to be the the the, the flaws in this regime and and this country needed to be uh, accentuated and pointed out to people. It's a learning experience, so that it, it won't be repeated. Things are moving forward here, not as quickly as Amnesty International and the other. The other bodies would like things are changing here quickly, but not as I say. Uh, it deserves to be criticised, and and it was last night. And then uh, we didn't see the opening ceremony here because it was during that um, that that fifty minutes when the BBC were doing all the political stuff. Yes. So, so they they blacked out the, the the stadium behind them, which they told FIFA they were going to do because that opening ceremony wasn't yeah. going to be there two weeks mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, well, they they, they 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 are they are getting hammered, and and Lineker's getting hammered, um, and like you say, you're reporting. But he, 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 let me finish this before anyone jumps in. All right, um, the point being is, if you put a tournament in a country that aren't playing ball in the way that we like to live, we can't tell a country how to be. Okay, so people will go, oh, this that this that about Qatar, and you know, and then they're jumping on planes and going to their first seven-star hotels in Dubai thinking it's a whole different ballgame there. They don't quite realise where it goes right across. The point I want to make is we cannot tell a country that they can't make um, people's sexualities illegal, right? We can't tell them that. But we don't then include them in this. We've spent millions and hours and days and months, uh, especially, of course, the FA... Uh, Sky, of course, you know, kicking this, kicking racism out, you know, making everything inclusive. So why on earth do you allow a country that is not part of, 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 our, of our thing, if you like, 
to be involved in this. It doesn't make sense. We can't turn around and tell them not to be the way they are. That's ridiculous. That's well, they just, did, they, you they can't do that, but... They didn't consider the human rights issues. They didn't. Consider it's complete the rubbish. Rights. It's a fallacy. They no, they didn't consider the LGBTI rights issue or the women's rights issue, press freedom, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, when they made the decision, that's been made very, very clear. And and it's it's interesting to hear what the what the um, what Louis van Gaal, the Dutch manager, says. He's, he, you know, he said that when this decision was made in 2010, and I was there that day, and and, and FIFA say it was to spread the word of football and to spread football. He said that's rubbish. It was it was made for commercial reasons, and that's why the decision was made. That's it. Correct for that for money. And um, now, of course, they've had to address these issues. And, and as I said on the podcast yesterday, there, there is improvement. Amnesty International sent us out a briefing on that, but there is still so much to do on all these areas as we go now into the football and there's a lot to do I would suggest for the host nation's defence because they were absolute they were laughably bad it was comic defending it was like watching a pub team in those opening 20 I actually said I actually said I mean I'm, I always bring Southend up but of course that's my team Southend would have smashed them I mean it, to think they only lost 2-0 in the end was was unbelievable I mean I, I um Who's the kid up the front? For, for, don't get to my age, folks. The yeah, uh, the the West Ham kid. What's his name? Valencia for Ecuador. Yeah, I mean, he, he could have absolutely ripped that apart. And how that first goal was offside, I don't know. Well, as the ball came in, I'm I'm watching it live, and I'm thinking, what, have they just allowed that for a foul on the goalkeeper? Correct. I, you know, the, the 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 VAR show, and they've got a new gadget here that's been used in the Champions League as well. Uh, with cameras in the bo- uh, sensors in the ball and cameras all around the stadium to try and work out exactly where a player was when the ball, the second the ball is kicked, and maybe they were trying to use that get that out into into the public domain straight away. But was you know, as the ball comes in, was he deliberately trying to gain an advantage by being in an offside position because he was fractionally offside? That was the old understanding of the mm. law. No, he wasn't. It was it was, not, and, and of course everyone's then thinking around the world. Oh, hang on. We've had a goal against the host nation ruled out in the opening five minutes of a World Cup. Big surprise. Shock, shock, shock. <laughs> and everyone's thinking the same thing. But uh, Ecuador should have won the game, as you say, three or four. Correct. And and what and this air conditioning on the pitch, now this is going to get our uh, stop, stop oil friends going now, isn't it? I mean, surely that's costing... Or is there some magical thing they're using to air con and not use any... Uh, you know, are they using the sun, for goodness sake? I mean, ironically... Well, they, they, they say that uh, this is going to be the greenest World Cup, but the BBC last night when they opened the programme showed what the uh, ecological effect of this World Cup will be. It's the, by, by a long, long way the biggest uh, carbon footprint of any of the World Cups. And I knew they'd spent a lot of money, but to see that graphic as well compared to the other previous World Cup, what was the other one, the most expensive one, Russia? Eight billion, something like that. Mm. This is 228 billion, billion already yeah. spent. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, uh, you know. What are they going to do with the stadia? We're in apartment blocks. What are they going to do with all the all the apartment blocks when when this is over? Because they say you know they they want to play a major role in global global affairs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Certainly, they're trying to get a big slice of the tourism pie here that you know Dubai has, etc. But people won't come here if the prices are too high, and people won't come here if if the only places you can. You know, you can get drink. You can, you know, I went out two nights ago and we went to a, a Western sports bar 
called the Red Lion. It's inside a hotel, and you have to book to go in there, and you have to show your visa, your FIFA visa, to get in there. That's all. That's okay. And you know, we had we had two or three, and and that, and that was fine. And um, but it it's it's not as easy as as fans would have it in previous World Cups, which means that I'm not walking down the streets and seeing cafes, and and yes, all right, bars in in. With, with fans outside mm. because there isn't the value of the country of this country that's you know that's not part of the value i understand that i understand the whole religious thing i totally understand that terry but it makes it a different world cup and it makes it a world cup that it's difficult to assimilate into at the moment at this and, moment in time and you and you're not seeing the hordes of fans in like you normally would see at all there's, no, no, there's nothing I mean, they, they showed us pictures of the fans fest again here on the telly yesterday, the big parts, although apparently lots of them came out of one tube station expecting to go to one fan park and then they were directed to another one. But, you know, that, that happens. Maybe they didn't, they didn't anticipate the number of fans that were going. So there are fans here, whether or not they've all flown in from foreign countries or whether or not they're based in Cattle, where 80% of the population is expats anyway, I don't know. But what we're not seeing, we're not seeing them out on the streets. We're not seeing that joyous, exuberant, expression of flags and what have you uh, and we're just not seeing it and um m maybe that will change you know i i haven't been into a stadium yet i'm going to my first game today um which i'm thoroughly looking forward to i leave in about 17 minutes we've been picked up to we have to be there six hours beforehand unbelievable but uh, there you are security reasons apparently and i'll see you then because the dutch the dutch for me um they personify what the world cup should be about sheer mm -hmm. joy and if they yeah. go out Late in the later stages, they go out. There isn't the gnashing of the teeth and all that sort of stuff that goes on in other countries. So it'll be interesting to see how they, they go into this uh, game against Senegal. And, of course, England supporters, because they'll want to show their patriotism. They'll want to show their joy. They'll want to show their passion. And another thing came out yesterday, you know, you can't be bare-chested. Now, I, I again, they don't go bare-chested in this country, so we have to accept that. But it, mm. it's... Why didn't they tell people ages ago why can they tell people that they can't england fans you see a lot of them they completely face paint their bodies yeah with body will body paint their bodies you know with the cross of st george or whatever it is that that's not they can't do that you have to have clothing on mm. um and it's i just think they they're bringing they're changing things and they should have done it they should have made all these announcements years ago not 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 two days ago do you think the um <clears throat> I've got a couple of things on fans, actually. One about the Qatar fans last night was hilarious behind the goal being orchestrated by two blokes showing them how to do cliched football dances and, yeah. and then be aggressive. That was yeah. just unbelievable. All dressed in, in Qatar T-shirts. You don't play computer games, I know, but I sit with my 15-year-old playing a lot of them. FIFA, it reminded me of a FIFA all, a crowd where it's just, you know, blanketed with the same sprites everywhere all just doing the same thing. It just reminded me of that. But um, I'm also thinking on fans, and don't shoot me here, kids. Um, a lot of the England fans are going to be, I would think, um, uh, working class people made good, I think, coming, uh, and obviously a lot of middle class people. But, you know, people who have done, done well with the old scaffolding are going to be turning up because they're the only people that can afford it. I can't see normal, real football fans like myself even being able to afford to go. Well, those tents for the fans are 175 quid a night, and they don't look too special for me. Oh, just seen your dog in the background there. No one oh. can see that. I can see it. She's made a, a fleeting appearance on JP and T, the football <laughs> friend. Um, but uh, no, people won't, won't be able to afford it. You know, I, I, the food in the supermarkets, it's, okay. it's, it's certainly cheaper than, I, than um, going to 
uh, Iceland, not to shock the country, and going to Scandinavia, some parts of Scandinavia and other countries. You yeah, know, Switzerland 30 as quid, well. 30 quid, 30 quid for four or five days worth of breakfast stuff. So that's okay. We went out for a restaurant last night, and uh, it cost me about 40 quid for um, burger and chips, and I had a little starter um, and two Coca-Colas. So... Well, some people argue that's happening here now as well. So, mm. But it, it's, you know, flights and, and what have you. And also, just one thing for me, really. What about the jab situation? Is, is anything happening with COVID there? No. they. We, originally, we were supposed to have proof of COVID. I've had my COVID-4. Um, and then that was dropped um, two or three weeks ago. And we weren't asked for any mm. when we came in any sort of... Well, uh, proof of COVID, not not at all, no. Well, that's incredible. So as we go into the winter, anyway, let's talk about football now. Let's not talk about any more about this politics. I'm sure they rise and raise their heads again as we go through these uh, uh, podcasts that we're doing. But um, let's should we look at Wales first? What are we thinking about? Or do you want to talk about the game you're going to go and do? Because that that to me is that's a proper World Cup game you're going to go and do. I'll, I'll tell you what, let's let's do that after the break. Okay, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back in a couple. That's of a blooming good that. idea. You're such a pro. JP and T, the football friendly. It's easy to get lost in the latest true crime podcast or your favorite binge-worthy show. But what about your own story? That's the most important story of all, and therapy helps you write it. BetterHelp Therapy is 100% online and designed to be convenient and flexible enough to squeeze in between the next episode on your list. Get started today at betterhelp.com slash pause for 10% off your first month. Welcome back, JP and T, Football Friendly. Just uh, before the break, tell you some more about my first game. It's Senegal against the Netherlands. By the time you see this, the game might have been might have been played. Of course, shadow over it. No Sadio Mane for Senegal. Impossible to replace. They brought in a is he, young is defender. He, is he out? Out? Yeah, he's out. He's out. They, That's they replaced him with a defender. Um, and it, it, it might you might have a chance during the tournament then to see Eliman Ndai of Sheffield United given a bigger role. And the Netherlands started without Memphis Depay being fit either. He, he might have played a role in the opening game by the time you see this, but uh, they need him fit and firing. Mm. I know that Bergwijn scores a lot of goals for them. The big thing about the Netherlands, they want to win it for Louis van Gaal because in April he, he, uh, he uh, announced that he'd had 25 sessions of radiotherapy treatment for prostate cancer and oh. uh, he's you know he's he's okay but he's stepping down after this as he came out of retirement to do this so they want to win for the netherlands if the netherlands get on a roll they mm. could be very very dangerous i'm not too sure they'll get on that roll to go deep in the tournament because they might if they finish second in this in their in their group they'll have to face england perhaps uh, or if they win the group and England finish second they'll have to face them so I'm not too sure they will go as deep as people are saying, but it'd be a good opening game. I'm looking forward to it. Senegal, African champions, and pretty. They've got good players in good there. Good team, Senegal, man. Good team, good players in there. Koulibaly's in there and players like that. We know solid defenders, so um, we wait and see if they'll concede too many. Can't see them conceding too it's many. Gonna, that's, a, that's a real... I like that as a World Cup, an Afri- African team versus a European Cup team. Uh, sorry, a European team. It, that's, that excites me, that does. That's a proper World Cup crunch, that is. Well, do you know, I'll tell you, Senegal have never suffered a group stage defeat to a European team. The Dutch are unbeaten against African opposition at the World Cup, so it'll be interesting. And last time, 
Last time around, all the African nations went out in the group stage, so they've got to do better this time. And yeah, and it's a, it's a shame about Mane, though. Uh, 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 that is a real shame, and it's a shame about um, Benzema as well. Um, Terrible. Uh, just there's been a it's a funny old time isn't it it's a funny world cup the world is in a funny place and now there's so many injuries there are and we wait to see what happens with England in their opening game against Iran to see hopefully England will come through that without any injuries mm. now Iran Carlos Kerosh is their coach they were very unlucky to go out last time around um, uh, they 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 got good results here in a terrible group with Spain and Portugal and they weren't bad at all in that in that group um, and they they were unlucky not to go through really um, they've got some players that England would have to be wary of Sarah Asmoon a, a forward has 41 international goals Meri Taremi Porto he's been in terrific form for his club this season with 13 they are very difficult to break down as well they don't concede too many goals no. uh, they've lost two games Terry in 21 Matches. Wow. Yeah, and the Wales against the but, USA. But, hold on, who did they play though? <laughs> well, that's it. Well, that's the thing because of because of COVID, lots of these countries haven't been able to play teams outside their own yeah continents. So yeah. It's, we're going into a large, you know, unknown factor here. Wales. Um, Allen's not make fit for the opening game. Well, the, the big question that the coach said, you know, will he be able to get three games in such a short time out of the uh, out of the veterans in the squad, Allen mm. and, and Bale and um, and uh, Aaron Ramsey? So I can't believe that answer. Allen and Allen is and Rams. Um, uh, who did you say, Allen and Ramsey and Bale? Ramsey and Bale, Ra- Ra- Bale maybe, but Ramsey that they're 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 vintage players now. That's crazy. Where's time go? In the heat and the humidity here. Yeah, three, three days. Well, in, having in said that days. though, that, as I was saying earlier about the air conditioned pitches, apparently last night. I mean, I wasn't there, was I? But they were saying in the commentary that uh, they, people were putting coats on and windbreakers <laughs> and wind cheaters. Well. Uh, the um, one of the stadiums, uh, Steve Wilson, and uh, another BBC commentator, he's, he went out to the stadium uh, that he's working in today for the Wales game. He said it was freezing, and they've had the stadium roof on and the air conditioning on for days to bring the temperature down. Um, and it is, you know, he said you'd need a coat and jacket. I've come over here with t-shirts. I haven't got a coat. I haven't got a sweatshirt. Nothing at all. I've got about eighty-five layers of fat to have you. Rub yourself with salt. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 <laughs> get all soils. Get all soils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that 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 Wales that Wales USA game is absolutely massive for the Welsh because they they've got to come through that with 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 something really. And they're up against the team. Well, we know a lot of the USA players: Tim Ream, Anthony Robinson, play at mm. Fulham, of course. And they they've got players that need to perform here. Um, I think Aronson's a very good player. We've seen that at Leeds. But in terms of needing to perform, Christian Pulisic must perform here for his country. They call him uh, Mr. America. You know, Captain America, they call him, because of his form for his USA. But for Chelsea, he's been really disappointing. And to me, they've, they've flattered to deceive in recent World Cups. So, uh, I, you know, it's going to be a tricky group, this for England. You know, I think it's going to be very tricky. I think they should go through it. But I think it's going to be very, very tricky for him, Terry. And just going back to uh, Wales, there, um, you know, I don't like to knock people. If you've got something not good to say, don't say it, as they say. But I, I'm not sold on, on on Danny Ward. You know, I, I'm surprised he's in goal for Leicester. I'm, I, I, I think he's a 
he's a flipping I don't know I watched I watched keepers in the in the conference league and I think he's around wow. there I don't like to be nasty but no he, look, he's a bit better than that but I don't rate him that highly to be honest with you so it'll be interesting to see what he does in on the world stage well he's the only Welsh goalkeeper playing regularly at Premier League level isn't he so correct I think that's that's important yeah for but them I, but they've got Wayne Hennessy on the bench he's got over 100 caps um, but he's, he's 35 that's no age for a goalkeeper anyway. not fair, not really no I, no. I I think because this is the opening game and they'll be fired up for it and they've got Bale of course who for 10 minute cameos if only for free kicks will be exceptional in his, in his moments and they've got one of the most deserving players in the Premier League for me and Kiefer Moore you know he works his socks off Bournemouth player he's a, he's a Cornwall lad you know he's brought up in Cornwall I don't think he was born there but um, Cornish lads which makes it special for me because I'm from there but um, he um he just works and works and works. Horrible time with injuries. But when I've seen him in the Premier League this season, um, he's done really well. And I hope he has a good World Cup. I really hope he has a good World Cup. I'd love him to score in that opening game. So uh, let's uh, let's do predictions on uh, on scores here then. For these oh, blimey, today's I games. So do I. But it'd be interesting to see what, what, what we've got right tomorrow. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I think the, the, the Dutch and um, Senegal is going to, is going to be a 1-1. I'm right. I will agree with you on that. that. And you've done that as well. Right, okay. So that's uh, the Dutch. Let's do England. England, I, I think, will win 2 0. I think Iran will score the first goal of the game. Okay. And I think England will win 2 1. 2 1 for JP. And then Wales. Wales, I think, will beat uh, United States of America by two goals to one. <gasps> Well, I tell you what, I'm going to go the other way around, and I'm going to go three-one to the USA. Wow. Okay. Is that because you think it's an aging Welsh team or what? I just some think young players in there. Benny Johnson's in there, isn't he? I just think that there's things to be proved with some of the players in the USA team, and uh, you know, not getting so many club starts. I just think it. I don't know. I'm I'm really rubbish at this, so you're probably going to win, and I'm going to probably lose. So. Oh no! I, listen, I'm useless at predictions, and that's what I never bet. I've never. I love a bet on the horses, but I've never. I don't bet football. I don't bet bet, but um, okay. That's a T. That's a JP. I'm just writing it down in my little journal there. Yeah, what we'll do is we'll do three three points for a correct score, and we'll do that's yeah, a bit we'll wisely. We'll do five points for a correct score, and we'll do, no, we'll do five points for a correct result, and we'll do ten points for a correct uh, score. Okay. You you can join us as well. Um, you can on yeah. uh, JP and T. Uh, we're at JP and T on Twitter. Direct DM us. DM us and tell us your scores, and you can join the uh, the fray. Um, all right, well that's uh, that's uh, that's us, I think, today. And um, you have a good good afternoon. And then I can't wait to uh, get your experiences. And it, was it that cold in the ground? I mean, you know, it's such a British thing. What was the weather like? What was the what was the fake weather like in the ground? Is what we're going to want to know. Do you know what I'm looking forward to most today, Terry? Go meeting, on, meeting the fans. I've been all around the world for World Cups and international yeah. football, and wherever I've gone. I've cherished meeting the fans and talking about football with them. It hasn't been possible so far. If it doesn't change, largely it will be a waste of time. All right. Well, we'll it find out. It must change. It must change. And I hope to see them there. And I hope to have a good crack with supporters. Good, good. All right. Well, we'll uh, join us tomorrow, everyone, uh, on JPNT. And uh, just a quick thing there. Sometimes Jonathan goes, that's because he's in Qatar and their internet's rubbish. <laughs> so forgive us. And they're listening. Don't, 
Don't oh, what's that? that? Hold on, Paul's batting in. Paul, the producer's batting in. <laughs> what's that, Paul? And they're listening. <laughs> and they're listening, yeah. Wherever you go. <laughs> well, they're Wherever listening. Go, they they listening. are listening. listening. Uh, all right, see you tomorrow, mate. See ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.